All right. So here we are today. And I'd like to have a look at this little game, which you've probably heard of. And it's called Two Truths, One Lie. And if you're not familiar with it, basically, here's how the game goes. You tell someone three things about yourself. And two of the things will be true and one of them will be a lie. And the trick is to sort of guess what's true and what's not. And the best way to play it is to pick one that's obviously true, one that might be true or might not be true, and one that's definitely not true. But then to actually mix them up, which is that the one that is definitely not true is true, (laughs) right? That's how you win the game. That's how you actually trick someone. And then you've learned something surprising. It's like, oh, I didn't know that about yourself. And a lot of the things people choose are like, you know, little things. You know, I, I once ate a burrito standing on my head while I was in Argentina. <laughs> and little things like that. And it's like, oh, I can't even, I honestly can't even think of anything like that about myself right? I really can't. I mean, I've tried. I even wanted to have an example of it for this conversation here, but I just I just couldn't, right? I just can't think of those things about myself. And I thought, okay, well, two truths, one lie. What is the, what's the existential version of that game? What's like the ultimate infinity level what's the biggest broadest most largest most fundamental most cosmic version of this game like like if you were god and it was like an all-in version of this game what would the equivalent be what would you say for two truths one lie and for that i did come up with an answer for that i could come up with something and really it sort of expresses more about me than (laughs) some little thing about whether I ate a burrito standing on my head in Argentina or not and here's what it is and I guess I guess I should say I don't strictly stick to the rules because yeah I don't want to give it away but I do sort of also bend the rules a little bit, but here's what it is, right? So here's the existential two truths, one lie. And you'll see what I mean when I say this. So there's three things, two truths, one lie, and here's what they are. Number one, life is heaven. Number two, life is hell. Number three, things are 
as they appear to be. Now, those are some pretty heavy hits, right? <laughs> now, let's work out, is it true or is it not true? Life is heaven. Well, I think a lot of people would say, no, we're not in heaven. No, life is full of frustrations, struggles, challenges, problems. Of course, there are moments of bliss, moments of heaven, moments of joy. But life in general, you can't categorize life as heaven. Well, actually, you can. Actually, that's the trick. That's the flip. That's the thing that you don't realize. That's exactly why this is such a good fit for this game. Because you think it's not true. But actually it is. Right? What an assumption to have flipped. What a turn of ways of seeing the world that is. And of course, how you arrive at that is not by just having a string of pleasant experiences. It's actually by whew, expanding beyond this idea of good and bad, pleasant and unpleasant. And really, that's the rat race of life, right? We have this idea of life needs to be good and I need to set it up in such a way as to make it good for me. And we operate within that when really what we need to be doing is transcending that whole game. We need to be actually seeing the differences between them, whether they are good or bad, and seeing the field that things are nested within. Sensing the space that is containing all of life. And that is heaven. What about this second one? Life is hell. Well, at some times, at some points, sadly, yes. There are excruciating experiences. In life, I don't need to depict them for you. I don't need to paint a picture. It's for many people an ongoing struggle. For many people, it is quite easy to feel that life is hell. And you would suggest. It would, it would suggest that if you give that life is heaven, that you also have to not give that life is hell, right? Is it, is it heaven or is it hell? Is it either or is it or? And of course, the answer is, well, if that's what you're thinking, you've missed my previous point, which is that life is this space that we hold within. And the quality of that is perhaps most real when we're in pain. 
It's most present, most immediate. And the pain is real. The pain is there. The struggle, the frustration. I'm using pain in terms of the most broader sense of the word. Really, a better word would be suffering, right? It might be that your body is not necessarily badly off. It might be that your health is relatively well, and yet you can still have an immense amount of suffering as a human. You can have existential suffering. You can have emotional suffering. You can have mental and interpersonal relational suffering. There's really so much potentiality for the suffering of a human being, so much more than other animals. And yet it's that, that, it's that potentiality that means that heaven is also possible. It means that heaven is true, just like hell is true. So it's not that these things are either or, it's just that they are, well, paradoxically connected. So let's look at this this third one and this final one. Things are as they appear to be. You know this old saying, things aren't always what they seem. (laughs) Well, the rebuttal to that is, are you sure about that? (laughs) Is it true? Or is it a lie that things are what they appear to be, what they seem to be? Now, for me, it's quite easy to see that things are not what they appear to be. But that's just my prerogative. That's just my composition. That's just the way that I've found my path. I can see that there's something below the surface. There's a subtext. There's an implication. There's so much more going on behind the scenes. And so for me, I would tend towards the side of, yes, that's true. Things are not what they seem. But I know, I know in another way that things are exactly as they appear to be. They are literally just exactly as they are in front of your eyes. Whatever is in front of your face right now, is exactly how it appears to be. It is that. Without any idea behind it, without any concept behind it, without any science or religion or philosophy or history or anything to do with perception theory or biology or consciousness or awareness even, None of that. It simply is what you are looking at. And that doesn't even just go for looking out your eyes and looking at a physical object. If you're looking at a table or a chair or your bookshelf or whatever it is that's around, it also goes for the sound of the thought that you're having. So if you close your eyes and you think and you have a thought, it is as it appears to be. 
It is as it sounds. The thought is as it sounds to me. And that is true. And you see, with this game of two truths, one lie, and with these three examples of life is heaven, life is hell, and things are what they appear to be, then you yourself are going to have a kind of inkling, right, as to whether it's true or not. Just like when you meet someone and you play the game Two Truths, One Lie, you're going to have a sense of that person. You're going to be thinking, would that person do that thing? Do they really have it in their character? Right? Well, now we're playing this game with God. So it's like we've met God and he's told us these three things. Life is heaven, life is hell. Things aren't always what they appear to be. Or the opposite of that, which is things are what they appear to be. Right? It's funny that you see the the opposite is is sort of <laughs> implied in this third one, right? Because we can say, is it true or not that things are what they appear to be? Or we can say, is it true or not that things are not what they appear to be? And it's like, well, now we're just doing semantics. And if you want to put it like that, this idea of heaven and hell is really just one truth, right? <laughs> it's just one statement, <laughs> But this is just sort of cognitive ways around it. What's really important is that you've got this sense, right? You've got this inkling. Some some of these are easier to believe than others. And it might be that you don't you don't fully believe any of them. You might not fully believe in heaven or hell on earth or even at all. But you're more to one side than the other. And the punchline always is that you get flipped. The punchline is that, well, actually, I broke the rules because all of it is true. It's not two truths, one lie. It's three truths. And yet, paradoxically, contradictorily, on another level, none of it is true. Right? That's, that's so easy to see. Is life heaven? Of course not. I'm not in any sort of blissful state right now. I mean, I feel all right now. But I'm not having some wild, ecstatic orgasm with all of my senses and all my dreams coming true, this ain't heaven. Is life hell? Well, I mean, I'm not in excruciating pain. I'm not burning out my eyeballs. I mean, I've got a bit of a tinge in my... No, my neck's actually pretty good. My shoulders and my legs are actually pretty good. I did actually have sore legs last week. That was pretty bad. That could have been hell. But no, I wouldn't say that life is hell. And as for things are what they appear to be, and it's like, well, that just sounds like a 
a cute conversation topic. Doesn't seem like there's much to it at all. <laughs> so truth and a lie is very much having this kind of relationship to whatever it is that the content is in a very dynamic sort of way. And that's so evident in existential statements. That's so evident in this game of two truths, one lie with God. It's very much a fluid thing, right? The trick is to see both sides of it. The trick is to see how can you become more adaptive to these views? How can you become agile with the navigating of not just ideas, but sentiments unto your life, right? This is a sentiment that you hold. Life is good. Life is bad. Things are what they appear to be. You could say in another way they are beliefs, right? But a belief doesn't quite get to it. A belief is sort of strung together out of ideas and then you're letting your ideas and your internal dialogue dictate your actions and your further thoughts. That's belief. But on another level, these things are sentiments. They're feelings about life. They are this sense. And how you get that sense, right? It's, it's much further beyond just saying, okay, well, if I add up all the good experiences that I've had, and then I add up all the bad experiences that I have, and then I sort of weigh them together, then I can decide, is life heaven or is life hell? Right? That, that's not how the process works. That's not how it happens at all. Because that whole thing assumes that your assessment of your life is this correct thing of truth. It assumes that when you look at your life and you make that assessment, you're a partial judge. You're a fair judge. That you've got all of the evidence. And you don't have all of the evidence. You're completely biased. You're completely tainted. And I don't mean tainted as in there's something wrong with you. I just mean that not all the information is there. The awareness isn't there. And in some ways, a friend can point this out to you when you say, oh, I'm going through hell. And they say, ah, oh, it's not so bad. And you say, no, it, it really is that bad. And they say, no, it's really not that bad. Right? That's, that's the difference. That's what your friend is doing. They're giving you new evidence. They're giving you something that you don't know. And of course, really, in so many ways, the only trick to seeing things clearly is by relating to people. It's by having people tell you what you are in a 
a very personal sense. And of course, there is more to that. That's quite a deep conversation. That's a that's a very much ongoing process. <laughs> so I don't want to say too much about it because that is a rabbit hole that we'll go down in another conversation. So this has been Two Truths, One Lie. And if you're listening, leave me some comments. If you're watching this on YouTube, then leave me some comments and see if you can come up with Two truths, one lie for yourself. And it can be something small just because I failed in coming up with something. <laughs> I mean, the, tru- the truth is I did go to Argentina. I did eat a burrito, but I didn't do it standing on my head. So I guess that's my lie. I'll have to think of, well, I guess that's two truths, one lie in one statement. <laughs> so if you can think of one for yourself, Think of two truths, one lie. Write them in the comments. And if you can think of an existential one, like heaven and hell and things appear as they appear, write that as well. Let's get deep. Let's try and elevate the quality of the conversation that we're having here. So thanks very much. Hope you're having a good rest of your day. And we'll be back soon with more.